welcome to broadcast. I love doing these cheesy intros. Um, yeah, so we're we're, we're broads and we're casting. Yes, broadcast casting all over the interwebs. Yeah, we're just broadcast. couple of loudmouth bitches and couple. Yeah, there, a, a few, couple, a few. few, and then we have some people coming and going. Yes, because these bitches can't commit. Yeah. yeah. And we're all busy. I understand. No. No, I I don't don't understand. understand. (laughs) (laughs) I hate them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I have have two jobs and two other podcasts, and I'm still doing this. Yeah, right. You're here. They should be here, too. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and if they want to grow bigger than this, like, little area, they should be trying Thinking small. Yeah. Thinking small. They're all going to be all about it when we're super famous. Yeah. When they're like, what the hell? They have no talent, but people are listening to them. Yeah. We win! <laughs> exactly. My mom might listen. <laughs> She's dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry. My mom doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> no. So like, I have no worries. I, I did get put that. put this on your tape recorder, mom. <laughs> I did get that from my mom the first time I said it when I was on Dork Trek. She's like, what's that? And I was like, it's a podcast and blah, blah, blah. And uh, What's a podcast? It's like a radio show, but it's on the internet. Well, like, how do you get it? Is it live? Is it... I'm like, no, you just go and download it. And I was like... It's magic. Yeah. I don't want to explain it, Mom. Yeah. This is like the arguments I get in with people who are over 50 about print versus digital. And I'm like, who cares? I don't care anymore. I don't need to sit with my coffee with a piece of paper. It could be an iPad. It could be an iPhone. I don't care. I'm getting the news. What's this nostalgia crap? It's words. It's words. And you're going to use it on the freaking birdcage anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Bird's got to poop on something. Right. And if it's not, if it's not a newspaper, you're going to have to go out and buy fake newspaper. Or a magazine like Entertainment (gasps) Weekly. Right. (laughs) Perfect for bird 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 My name is Deb Dirt Markham. Or a link or something. Right. So I mean, maybe that's where they get their money from. I, I don't probably know. don't need that much, and they might have angel investors too. I don't know. I have yeah. to look it up. I'm, I'm now. I'm totally like geeking out. Like, <laughs> interested. How are they making their dough? Because that is one shitty site. <laughs> Next I'm time sorry, on Dateline NBC. How does Reddit get their money? How do a lot of people make their dough online? It's like, what are you doing? What really? Ads. You get the Google ads. Do you, want me, it, do you really want me to go there? <laughs> like, you, really, you really want me to talk about this? It's maybe like, it's a really? different show. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. <laughs> it is a different show. It's like a lot more boring. But I still don't get it. <laughs> Stop me. <laughs> Stop! Stop the insanity. Change the subject. Okay, so you're Deb and you're rabid about advertising on the internet. <laughs> Sounds like that. <laughs> I'm an online editor for a regional newspaper. We won't say which one because I want to be able to say whatever I want to say here and not be affiliated with it. That's a good plan. Yeah. Good plan. Good plan. 
I try not to let my bosses know about my podcasting life because I don't want anybody to hear it. You know, and I wouldn't be able to talk about them. I'm Jenny Zell and working two jobs and busy, busy, busy single mom and that whole fun thing. And two other podcasts. Um, let's see, I'm a graphic designer. I do screen printing for t-shirts and it's a lot of fun, except I hate my boss and I really <laughs> hope he doesn't ever hear this. Um, everybody calls him Mr. Burns because he's bald and he just... He's an ass. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, excellent. Um, my other boss is really fantastic Scottish woman at the Highlander. Um, I have nothing bad to say about her whatsoever. She is fantastic. I like her. Oh, I do. I love her so much. I do. And Aww. it's we always say that it's like a family. It really is. It's like a family in there. And it's like a family at my other job, too. But like my real life family, I'm the black sheep. You know, what can I do? Um, sort of podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a multiple serial podcaster now. So I'm on Dork Trek where we do, uh, reviews of Star Trek Next Generation and there's a lot of dick jokes and dirty, dirty things. Then I started doing the, the Doctor Who review podcast with, with my awesome boyfriend, Ben, who's awesome, awesome, ben. awesome. <laughs> and I'm going to go on Facebook and talk about how awesome he is and, <laughs> like everyone else that's does. Not, that's how you know your relationship's going well when you have to put it on Facebook. Yes. Like, My boyfriend is awesome. He is so awesome. Ha ha ha. I love <laughs> you, sweetie. Look at this picture of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. That's you. Who's me? You. Who am I? Who am I? I'm Mary. I fart a lot. <laughs> Hi, Mary. <laughs> I'm fart synonymous. Yes, <laughs> my name is Mary. I like to fart. And I've been um, watching Breaking Bad for like weeks now. Like I started on Netflix with season mm-hmm. like one, and I've been calling you Marie all night. <laughs> <laughs> that is Sorry. not my name. You don't even like purple that much. Oh my god, I watched that. I'm like, really? Come on. Anyway, hi. Yeah, I need to catch up on the Breaking Bad thing. I'm like, zoom over my head. Um, yeah, I fart. I have cats. I work in a billing department at an eye doctor's office. I get yelled at by old people a lot. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You don't get to yell back at them, though, do you? Sometimes I do. Okay. Sometimes if they get an attitude with me, I, I'll i toot it right back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> toot nice. it or toot? Maybe both. Maybe <laughs> both at the same time. They won't know. Let me show you, lady. That's right. Silent but deadly. You That's don't right. know what I'm doing, but I'm casting it in your... Mm. general direction but yeah that's fun so i bet you get to meet a lot of really weird and annoying people at this job oh yeah i they're all in my department it seems (laughs) yeah no i i my boss just left this past friday and i've worked with him at two different eye doctor's offices and i really liked him because he was so like up with people and like so positive and like it was really sickening but it was one of those people, like, you're like, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, and I don't have to do that shit, because right. that's just insane. He was all about, like, the Disney philosophy of, like, customer service, so he we would have these staff meetings, and it was constantly, you know, like, what they do at Disney World is, you know, and you'd have all these. One of the things I remember is, apparently at Disney World, they, um, along Main Street, they have these vents, and they blow out the smell of horse poop. What? And popcorn. Because those apparently are smells that make people happy. You wouldn't think what? about the horse poop, but 
I can kind of see it, because it's almost like that... I can't even explain it, but... Like it's sort of a country... Yeah, like yeah. you're... I'm trying to... Fair. I'm reaching for yeah, this one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a fair type situation, I guess. And then the popcorn obviously makes you, you know, hungry and happy mm-hmm. and, you know, like you're having a good time. It smells like popcorn. This must be the place. Kind of thing. But he, he was... Because he was just talking about all these behind the scenes type things that, you know, want to make people, customers happy and... You wow. know, all this bullshit, you know, and of course I just sit there and roll my eyes, but at the same time I'm like, I'm glad there, it, that it's not some, like, Nazi guy who's like, you know, you suck, you're doing yeah. it wrong, you know, type thing. He's always, like, trying to get everybody all happy and, you know, down <laughs> with the team, and, you know, I sit there and daydream and wish I was home, but... Why can't you be Hitler? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but he left, so God knows what's gonna come in the door next, but at least I got my raise before he left. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. I like comic books and long walks on the beach. And, and pina coladas. And pina coladas <laughs> and getting caught in the rain. Wait a minute, no, that's not true, because that would song. totally fuck up my hair. Right. Yeah, I can't be doing that Wait shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to go out in the rain to fuck up anybody's hair well, here, right? Yeah, good point. <laughs> no. And that's that's what happened to mine last night too. It was nice. It looked nice before I went out, and it I literally got caught in the rain just as I got to Jackie's birthday. It the sky opened up and it poured down rain. So all of a sudden now I had that that crunchy thing on it because all the gel and all the stuff <laughs> I put in it had like reactivated. Yeah. Now it has to redry. Right. And it's just. <laughs> Just limp curls and just disgusting. Well, I washed my hair for the first time on my um. Yay! One hand too. I'm like, (laughs) she's gimpy. If y'all didn't know, well, she's almost not gimpy. She's (laughs) I'm getting better, but one arm (laughs) hair washing is not easy, man. Not dead yet. (laughs) Early on, it was like, ah, it hurts. Now it's like, oh, let's get that out because I can't stand it anymore. But I tell you, having a girl come over like once a week and like wash your hair and blow it out. Oh, oh, that's nice. I could get used to that. Oh my yeah, God. you get used to that, but your checkbook doesn't. Affleck <laughs> like, oh. doesn't pay for everything. So anyway, yeah, I was very proud <laughs> of myself. Fucking Doug washing- starts to shake his head after a while. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you go to the spa, bitch. No. <laughs> no, but I was very proud of myself for washing my hair. But the thing about washing your own hair is that then it dries, and you got to put all this stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And last night, even if I had the best blowout on earth, it didn't matter because it was last night with all the mm-hmm. rain and humidity. It's like, yeah, I got out and it was like, Pfft. yeah. I, I'll just be that frizzy haired girl. I don't care right now. What do you want to do next? Do our top ten lists? Oh yes, we can talk about all the hot guys that we want to bang. I like banging hot guys. Oh, yeah. In my dreams. <laughs> In reality, too, but they won't have me. <laughs> Except my one and only true love. Unless they open for John Mayer. <laughs> yeah. If you open for John Mayer, just <laughs> sign up. Email me at... <laughs> I open for John <laughs> I open for John Mayer openers at <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> Please stand by. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Thank you for listening to Broadcast.
Um, okay, so the Ten Guys thing, we called it Beard Scandal Moped, correct? Yes. And it's like Fuck Mary Kill, except beard, you pick a guy that you would be his beard. So you can't do anything with him. No touchy, no feely, no sticky, no laundry, but you get to go to yeah. the red carpet and all the parties. Mm-hmm. There is our home. Yeah, basically. exactly. And then you get to hear balls slapping in the next room. Exactly. With his boyfriend. Or <laughs> yeah. And then Scandal was, how did we word it? Basically, you would be in a relationship with them, but then something scandalous happened. Like, you want to be involved in this big scandal with them. And I think part of it was that you had to come up with the scandal, you know, that would go along with that. And see, I'm not very good at making those sorts of things up on the spot, so I'm not sure how that's going to (laughs) go. Like, you, you know, you caught him in bed with a fever. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, you know, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's not very promising. But, um, and then Moped was basically, you, it's the opposite of the beard one. You can do whatever you want with him and go to town, but nobody can know. It's like a total secret. You yeah. can't tell anybody. No one can know. Why Moped? I don't know. Where did that come from? Like you can ride it, but you can't. You know, yeah, you don't mind. It's fun to ride, but you don't want anybody to see you riding. Yeah, there you so, go. So I was never really clear on whether you were the moped or they're the moped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, she's riding, folks. She's riding. So the idea with the ten guys thing was that Carrie wanted to see what our taste in men was so that she would give us a nice challenge. Like she would, you know, and it makes sense that, you know, we, we don't want to, like, give each other softballs okay. on these things. So, you know, yeah. we all kind of get an idea of what, what sort of guys we like. And, you know, then we can mock each other for our choices. <laughs> yes. Right. And then so that way, because since you can't pick your, I mean, you can pick, I can't pick my three guys. Well, see, that's why we had, like, ten. So that when the other person, because the other person is going, you have, you know. Bob Marley, Conan O'Brien, and Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia. <laughs> These are your guys. You have to pick. Uh, That's what the game is. Okay. Yeah. So, so this the person who's picking them has a list to pick from. You know, like a good choice. So you're not. So you're surprised. Yeah. <laughs> get three. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm done. Been, oh come on. I am. Fictional characters or dead people. Remember yeah. That part. I just. It's just gonna be our cat, Johnny Depp. And um, Steve Buscemi. Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? I would say Buscemi. Buscemi? Yeah. Whatever. I would just be on a moped with him. Steve, call us. <laughs> Let us know. Our pet, I'd be his beard. Or he'd be my beard. What is that? I, don't uh, I guess you're their beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't have a beard. I hope not. No, he, he has a beard. <laughs> you're <the> beard. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then the second one is you're, you're, you're facially covering his gayness. Oh, you're not using the euphemism. Never mind. 
shushing the beaver. That's literal. <laughs> 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 oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Big old teeth. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of scary for him. Ow. So the ten guys is your like your top ten guys that you would want to bang. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, anybody. Fictional, dead, alive. You've got to want to bang more guys than that. What are you guys? <laughs> well, can I tell? Yeah, I think, I think we can go ahead and do our list. Alright, well, number one, always and forever, is Thomas William Hiddleston, also known as Loki Avengers. Okay, but what? Why? He's the perfect man. He's perfect. He's tall. So physically, he's totally my type. He's tall. He's got long, slender, sexy-looking fingers. I kind of have a hand thing. Um, <laughs> he's funny. He's talented. He can sing. He can act. He can. He can rock a suit. He. He's got an incredibly. I could go on. I could go on for like twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> but that is your ideal. Yes. Ideal. Yes. That's like perfection. Well, that's that's my number <laughs> one. I look at him all the time when you put him on Tumblr, and I'm like, why? I mean, he's cute and all. Don't get me wrong. He's very cute, but I'm just kind of like, is he in a geeky thing? Do you like he comic is? books? Is this part of it? Is yeah. It part of it, part of it has to but be he part can quote Shakespeare on your ex. Can he? Like, what like what good actor can? But it's him. We don't have nice green eyes. Yes. Is it green yeah. or green? Sometimes they're blue. Like, oh, it's right? weird. It depends on the shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It totally does. Another Tom, Tom Hardy, also known as Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Everybody in front of the crowd was his friend. Um, He's very proud of making that voice, though. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like a muffled Sean Connery to me. Because it was just waiting for him to go like, "Where's the man now, dog?" You know, like <laughs> <laughs> muffledness. But he's like super sexy, and he's beefy. I don't normally go for like, but uh, okay, Alexander Skarsgård. I was just writing it down because <laughs> I'm re- rewriting it and recompiling it. But my thing is. I don't know whether I'd rather bang Alexander Skarsgård or, or Eric Norman. Norman. Yeah. So, because I'm not really sure. I had that same dilemma, too. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to bust out the real people for first and then kind of get in there. <laughs> so if you got some both in a list, it would be very difficult. Yeah. It really would. Uh, then I have Robert De Niro, because I had to put some old guys. Like, you know, old school. Because, I mean, I crushed on him hard when I was younger. And even now, like, obviously, he's not as hot as he was. Wait a minute, Taxi Driver? Younger? Oh, okay. I was about to say, how far back are we talking about? Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like... My teens. Right, okay. When I, the, I'm thinking son of a woman, you're thinking Taxi Driver. That's not what I thought she Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. No, it's never. I'm not never <laughs> It's almost like Elvis and... Beatles, or right? yeah. Rolling Stones. Like, are you an Al Pacino girl or a Robert De Niro girl? I was always De Niro. I think I would be an Al Pacino girl. Really? Yeah. Between I mean, the he's two. good looking, don't get me wrong, but... I like mm-hmm. both. <laughs> I am. She's <laughs> Team Switzerland I now. Know, I'm not gonna <laughs> bust on that. I mean, I like them both. They're fun. Alright, then I have Jimmy Fallon. He's kind of like my second, you know, favorite perfection in human form. Have you heard the story about her actually going to the show? Yeah, no. I did didn't okay, like, you touch your hand? Yes. And you kind of almost didn't let go? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gave it an extra squeeze. <laughs> I'm lingering. <laughs> yeah. I was like, give me my hand back, you crazy lady. But yeah, I like funny guys. Moving on, yeah. <laughs> so moving on, I'm getting into, like, the dead, fictional, and there's one other older person in there, but I started venturing into that type of territory. So now I have John Lennon. He's dead. 
phrase out there. <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> thank, thank you, you, thank you for letting me know. Dear Jersey Dead. Let me point out. I hate to break this to you, listeners, but spoilers. Let me point out the obvious. Spoilers, oh my god. Death Parker, also known as Captain Obvious. <laughs> okay, but what what era is your favorite John Lennon? Like, ooh, 1965, like from the Help movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that was John and his fat Elvis days to me were like. I yeah, it. I mean, I'd have to agree with you on that one because I mean, if you're gonna pick somebody who's dead, I think you'd have to you should be able to say like, okay, I want them from this time period. Mm-hmm. Like one of the people that was almost on my list and I just barely didn't make the cut, Robert Plant from the 1970s. Ooh. You know, like I don't I don't want him now. I want him <laughs> like 40 years ago. I would go back in time and find him. <laughs> Give me that TARDIS. Let's exactly. go to, you know. Hell yeah. I mean, I, that's exactly what I would use the TARDIS for. Go mm-hmm. back in time and bang hot old guys who aren't <laughs> old at the time. Right. Who are the prime of their life. They're either the prime of their life or middle age. Not old. <laughs> their jeans are oh so tight. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when they could wear skinny jeans. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then I have Michael Nesmith from The Monkees because that man was like sexual chocolate. Wait a minute. <laughs> but not chocolate. Yeah. He was, he was sexual one. white chocolate. The one with a hat. Yeah, right? the green hat. He was the tall one who refuses to tour now. Or until recently. Yes. yes. And of course, they're not coming anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. Mostly California and like, um, I'm going to tour. I know. Yeah, we're, tour going going out yeah. For, yeah, we're going out for a bit. Yeah. We need to make some money. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No Davy Jones anymore. Which is yeah. my choice, you know, of the monkeys. He was, he was my guy, so. Who was the dorky guy? Uh, Peter. I met him. Yeah. He was really yeah. hot, too. Yeah. None of them. Well, I think Davey aged the He's best. Sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that was his. He went right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you were going to make apples and oranges, monkeys and beetles, that. Yeah. It was very true. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. And Nesmith was kind of the John Lennon of the, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Establishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Touring with you to make extra money, exactly. We're writing our own songs. I'm <laughs> too cool for that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, hmm. all of his songs, like I could probably like have physical changes listening to him. <laughs> his voice is that sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> um, fictional character time. Han Solo. Duh, my solo. I mean, come on. <laughs> Finally, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, Chewbacca can watch. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just had this image of you. I mean, not like a, not like a really visual image. You know, I'm not like imagining you having sex with Han Solo, but Chewbacca's in the corner just. Because I do not need to see fan art yeah. with like Sherlock sucking John Holmes's wiener. 
John Holmes? John Holmes! Like she had this, 
like weird equipment that did all these weird effects to it and it was really really fascinating i was like number one like i never even heard about about her you know it was always about him and it was just fascinating that you know here's this woman who did all this stuff oh studio is no place for a woman screw you right <laughs> screw guys. i was right there i'm like fight me <laughs> and just made this shit iconic, you know? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, he, apparently he was, the guy who wrote the song was like, that's not really how I wanted it to sound. Well, how the fuck did you want it to sound? Like, she she was like, I wanted to make it sound like time travel. Mm-hmm. Like, she really had a concept for it. Yeah. She was kind of a control freak. Like, every time they came in with a new doctor and producer or whatever, they wanted her to change the song. And she's like, look, bitches, I did it right the first time. I don't want to redo it. But they forced her to do it and kept having to tweak it a little bit here and there and make it different. Yes, it was definitely worth a watch. And I'm not really much of a documentary person. Like, I just kind of find it interesting at the beginning. And then I'm like, ah, okay, that's enough. That's yeah. Enough. You know, I, like, I don't care if it's Ken Burns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can I go to sleep now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll watch the hell out of some Civil War. Me and Shelby Foote were <laughs> even there. A Doctor Who little side note. When I went to Dragon Con last year, one of the coolest things, we went to a panel that had Sylvester McCoy, mm-hmm. mostly because we knew he was going to be a wizard in the Lord of the Rings, and, you know, then we were like, oh, oh yeah. bonus, he was a doctor, and that's awesome, let's go check this out. And he was just so cool, like, he was playing the spoons and, like, doing all these crazy, he was like <laughs> a comedy actor before uh-huh. he, and he did all that, like, crazy, goofy, like, traveling the countryside of England, doing all these goofy vaudeville-type shows, and... So yeah, he was playing the spoon, but I guess he, somebody had their phone and they busted out the Doctor Who theme song and he played the spoons too. I was like, oh, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, he was really fun. Okay, one more. Oh. And then I am done. Uh, so practice, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one is James Sawyer Ford from Lost. Ooh. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. Are you Sawyer? Hell yeah. At first I was like, do I want Josh Holloway? But it's like, no. No. <laughs> no I want Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want him to call me nicknames while he's doing Ooh, yeah. things to me. And, you know, <laughs> I want to be on that <laughs> island and, you know. Well, if you're on that island, it's dead. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the sideways world, Dad. What are you talking about? Whatever. The last, the finale, I was like, oh, I spent seven years watching this! I'm sorry. I'm I still in my head, I'm trying to rationalize, you know, some other explanation for where they were all the time. Like, no, that, that, that couldn't have been what happened, no. It was no. not perfect. I invested all this time into this show, and, and you're this gonna, cannot be the end. And you're gonna give me a lame ending. What the hell? Were you on a deadline? You had to pull something out of your ass? I mean, really? Yeah. My theory is that they really had no clue what the fuck they were doing with that show the entire time. Right. And then they just pulled it together at the end and said, okay. We're like, they're geniuses! And then the finale came and you're like, no, they're not. No. They're just making I liked it! It was a nice were, closing thing There was me. a lot of things about it that I really liked, but then just the very ending, I really had a problem with it. And like I said, I'm in my head, it's not over yet. Like... It's something still going on out there somewhere, and it's. I was you know, I was waiting for a Fantasy like, Island out. follow. I'm like, oh, they're going to do Fantasy Island after this. It makes sense. <laughs> then it yeah. went from drama to comedy. The play, the play, the play. The fat guy would be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The play, boss. The play, boss. It's okay, like, Damon Lindelof. I love you. <laughs> oh. Or the TV show is just in where they had like all the prisoners from Art Art Mmm. Was it? Oh, yeah. 
I tried. I so uh, tried. I'm like, I love him. I love it. Um, I can't do it. And mostly I was like, and I hate doing this. I hate it when I'm watching a show and I'm like, the female lead sucks. Because I want to be like supported and like, what yeah. are you? Rah, 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 womanhood. No. I'm like, dude, look, I don't know what it is about you, but you just don't look tough enough to me. You just yeah. don't look like you could punch a guy in the face. And I hate to be like, I don't know, that sounds kind of yeah. chauvinistic. But if you're like five foot two with skinny arms, you're not knocking a guy out who's 300 pounds without like side kicking him with yeah. your leg. Ain't happening. Yeah. And then she always had this makeup on her. That's dope. But it was a little, I mean, no. that was a tiny thing. But I mean, yeah. you can't yeah. make an alcatraz. Right. I mean, it's, it's a great thing to, like, you know, get the chicks made up. I mean, you know, even when Kate was on the island on Lost, and, but it's, she didn't have, she like, Amy had, Winehouse. Like, and she should have had, like, oh, like hair yeah. growing out of her chin. There should have been, like, hair. Oh, she that's, have that's such a good segue. I know. Okay, go Story to tell. <laughs> well, we're still on the 10 guys list. We, we can, we can save that still one. Tease. <laughs> well, alright. Well, why don't we take a break? Yeah. We'll take a break. We can get more drinks. drinks and, and crunch on our funions and yes. the things that will annoy the listeners. Yay! And then we'll come back with the, the story and my list. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. We still have we'll Jenny's back after these nine Well, there's, there's, there's some overlap too, though, so it, maybe it'll go a little bit faster because you won't get picked mine like I did to yours. <laughs> we'll pick. Okay. I'll make my list not have Jim Carrey on it and you guys will joke me for like two hours. I won't joke What is your that. problem? He's I'm old and that. he's dorky. That's all I'm going to have on my Jimmy list. Jimmy Fallon, guys. Yeah, I have. Jimmy Fallon's hot, even though he's dorky. I have tons of old dorky guys, so it's fine. Jim Carrey has his moments. <laughs> hey, we're trying to help you. <laughs> Alright, well, let's We're just you. Your drinks. Phone sexy. Broadcast after dark. Oh yes. Relax. Lay back. And listen to the broads. Cast. <laughs> Spells on your wiener. So, dudes. <laughs> dudes. Whose turn is it? It's Jenny. Okay, I'll go because I have my list. Let's do it. Okay. My number one, Damon Albert. Blur, gorillas, etc., etc. He's a hobby. Yeah. I haven't been following the other but I heard the blur was playing the closing ceremony, and I haven't seen it yet. So I've, I've got a DVR, whatever comes on. Yeah, it comes on at like, I think, nine. When they so start. I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine, turn the lights down low, and watch mm-hmm. that. So, bust this mic out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a condom. Yeah. Magnum. <laughs> Time for some girth. I mean, blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you've seen that, but I had him sign my arm. What is this? Um, after the Gorillaz concert a couple of years ago, I had him sign my arm, and then I went and got it tattooed. So. Nice. Eventually, I want to get something else around it, like some lyrics or something yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, wow. Some graphic, whatever. But impressive. Yeah, she's serious. I am yeah, a little bit, a little bit stalker fan. Just wow. a little bit. Maybe I should get a tattoo of like Loki on my, you know, on my That would, that would be interesting. <laughs> I am burdened with glorious purpose. <laughs> anyway, and we'll just say do me. <laughs> so then I have Alexander Skarsgård slash Eric Northman. I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards Eric Northman. And as I look at the list now, I, I think I have way more fictional characters than real people. 
And it's, it's kind of a, a fine line because you're attracted to the person that plays this person, but it's also the character, too. Well, you, you know, know the character better than you would know the, the actor or whatever, besides he looks good and he does good interviews, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. You, you know Eric Northman. Right. And what his motivations are yes. and, you know, all that stuff. So that's, I, that's plausible. Yeah. Um, wrong with that girl. Okay, so I have a couple of cartoons on my list, too. I'm Ooh. going beyond fictional characters into wow. completely... Weren't we just talking about this? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> like, fully... Like, wow. Uh, I mean, I'm curious who it is. You say that, I was just making the Oh, okay. Because you said that, and I just, I'm thinking, like, Cartman? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who's no, animating? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. Well, that's my cheesy yeah. wolf. I, I like, like that. Version. And I'm gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> yeah. my thoughts on no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry, it could be a fun sex game, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody has a Tumblr page with that on it. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that's I'm not looking it up. <laughs> no. South Park slash fiction. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Can't even stand when Kenny's dead. Uh, mm. Would Kenny just be in snuff films? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Kenny, you bastard. Okay, so my next cartoon is Murdoch from the Gorillas. He's the bass player. He's the, the kind of deaf guy. So, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, cartoons. Now, does his voice <laughs> match up with Damon Albarn's or? Mm, no, he's. Damon Albarn is more like uh, 2D. Okay. It's kind of like the, the part guy, but beyond that, there's no real, you know, this is this person and this is the okay. person. Okay, okay, yeah, see, I, I was never, like, totally knowledgeable about the whole girl this thing, I just, I just knew it, like, just... <laughs> <laughs> and that blur guy was a part of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving Melancholy Hill from the new album. Oh my gosh, yes. lovely color. And if you go on YouTube, there's an acoustic version of it that's even yeah. better. Like, I... I figured out how to get this, you can get this plugin that lets you download videos or you can like actually extract it from threes from YouTube. And I went on there and got that. I mean, I, I love the song, but I heard the acoustic version and it was 10 times better. And it's, it's probably easily one of my top songs of all time. I'm Melancholy Hill? Yeah. yeah. And the video for the actual song is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I really love that, that band has gone from being kind of like just a joke to really being a real band, you know, yeah. and the most what happened with their first album? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we're going to do this for the heck of it. But yeah. yeah, I mean, when they first came out, it was like, oh, it's just a big it's, joke. A joke. it's just a thing that they're going to do. But actually, when you think about it, it's pretty damn ingenious. Yeah. Because it's like, these guys will age, but these cartoon characters will yeah. never age. Yep. Yeah. And also a big fan of Jamie Hewlett, who did, you know, all the animation for mm -hmm. Hank Girl mm -hmm, and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this was kind of like, this great collaboration for me to see that all oh, this has come together. I'm like, it's nice when worlds collide. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten a new Tank Girl? No, no, I haven't. There's a new one. It came out like two weeks ago. Now, is it is it real Tank Girl or is it like at some point he kind of like turned it over to some other people and it wasn't as good? Yeah, probably be that. But I don't know. I just I meant to get the first issue and for some reason he only had like three or four. Okay. I'll probably do, like, everything else, even the stuff that I'm rabid about. Mm -hmm. I'll wait for it to come out as a trade paperback or as a collection. Yeah. I just, I can't spend the money on every book, and I can't yeah. keep up with, even if I had a poll at some place, I wouldn't be able to keep up with um, going in constantly and getting new books. You know? <laughs> right. 
I, I did that with Walking Dead. We got to book seven. We're waiting for book eight to come out mm-hmm. in October. And I'm like, everybody's read issue 100. And I'm like, shut up. Don't tell me about it. Yeah. Because even book eight doesn't even go up with issue 100. So I bought like 100, I think, to 84. So like wherever book eight ends, I've bought all the... So like I can yeah. just keep reading. Yeah. That's a good idea. But I, I mean, I do. I enjoy the books more because the the issues themselves, like the, the trait... It's just like, you know, it's 10 minutes of reading, then I'm done. Yeah. I want to be able to sit down and read for like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Whoa, I got a story. Not like, oh, I got to wait a week, a whole yeah. week. Yes. That or is one thing that's sad about, about the trades. Right. And then, like, you get the whole story arc. And that's yeah. the thing. I was like, hey, Greg, I heard you had Pink Girl. And he's like, Deb, just wait for the connection. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love connections. You're right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need Bitch. Never mind, I could have put Jesse Custer on my list. Ooh. Oh my god, I totally didn't even think about that. Yeah. And I, I thought about it, but I didn't write him down, so it didn't come back to mind. So, but now I've got my list and I'm sticking with it, so I, yeah. can't, yep. I can't change it now. Sorry, Jesse. All right, yeah. I'm sure Alicia will have him down, though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's already talked about it on Facebook. Yeah, she'll have, and let's see, she'll, I'm sure she'll have one that I considered putting on there, all just considering my, I didn't put Batman on there. Oh, oh yeah. and I wanted to, but you I know just, what? The new Fifty Two Catwoman. Have you have you read them? I've read a few of them. Well, it was like halfway through before I stopped getting my holes. So I'm just saying, my boyfriend comes. Issue. I mean, my boyfriend Bang comes out Batman. and he's like, Catwoman fuck Batman. <laughs> like, give me that. <laughs> no punches pulled by right? us. And no real world. And he's got his mask on, and he's got and like I took a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. I'm like, this is your Batman. <laughs> wow. Now, okay, in in the Batman comics, does she know who he is? Does she yes. know that he's Bruce Wayne? Okay. Yeah. There, there was, in Gotham City Sirens, there was a thing where, like, Talia al Ghul, like, brainwashed Selina because she didn't want her to have it slip that okay. Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yeah. In Sirens? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in the first book, and I'm just, like, reading it going, it was towards the end, like, because Talia just appears. Oh, the first couple of issues, I'm like, what is this, Sin City? Oh, it was horrible. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I mean, I, I love the little side I'm just like, go- I'm kind of geeky to an extent, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. No, that's fine. And my thing with, with any of the superhero stories, I like knowing in the backstory that it makes the, the movies a little bit more interesting, but yeah. I don't want to know so much that it ruins it for me. Like, where some people, you know, can't watch, you know, certain movies because it's just, yeah. you know, like, it's not as good as the book and blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't I don't want to know it that much. make sure the comic books. In the comic books, there's all sorts of different versions. Yeah. Like every right. ten years, there's a new comic book writer. Everybody has their favorite. Like, right. I know when Alicia was here, or when she was at Hoover Brunch, we were discussing her thing of this podcast. We got into that argument, you know. Yeah. Like everybody has their favorite incarnation of a character. Right? But it makes sense when you actually read a book. Yeah. Like a book like Eat, Pray, Love, and then you see it on a movie mm-hmm. and you're like, God, I really like what, what do you think? Please stand by. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Thank you for listening to Broadcast. Where was I on my list? You finished with... We were talking about gorillas, right? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. It. Yes. Okay, yeah, and then I realized that I had screwed up completely. So, let me turn this back down just a little bit. Because we're just blowing this freaking thing up. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> um, okay, David Duchovny. Oh, oh good choice. Yeah. Why, you know what? 
Californication? Which yeah. I, no, it's not Californication, is it? Yeah. He's he's getting oh, what is the one with Brad Pitt in it? Oh, California. Okay, thank you. Yes. California. Wasn't it California? California, but with a K. With a K. Okay, yeah. yeah. Him and uh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet yes. Lewis go around. And Michelle people. Forbes. Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't get into California. Really? Oh my god, I love that movie. But for some I, reason, I, I, I have another seen girl it. to do. Oh, yeah. TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can only watch that movie when it comes on at like two o'clock in the morning on Showtime or something for some reason. That's the first time I ever saw it, and then like every time since then. If I if I don't watch it at two o'clock in the morning, it doesn't feel right. Mm. It's it's bizarre, but that's just my thing. Oh, Duchovny. Yes, then I can turn Aww. the lights down low and think so about I David Duchovny. I watched Files again like last year. I started watching from the beginning. Yeah. I'm like we're doing that right now. Yeah. See, I tried doing that. It to me, X Files doesn't really hold up that well. Really? Like I couldn't get I couldn't get back into it. Maybe I need to like skip around. Turn the lights down low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My my thing is that like whenever I watched it before, I missed a lot of the the ongoing storyline, so I was always always lost. And so I said, okay, now that it's all on Netflix, I'm going to watch it from the beginning and see if I can get the story. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't get into it, and I don't know why. And it it makes me very sad because I love the X Files. What's the season with the movie? Is it season five or six? I think it's season six. That, they all started that, to blend together like at, you know, around that I'm time. I'm seriously, as soon as you got to the movie season, where you ended the season with the movie afterward, mm-hmm. I couldn't go beyond that. Yeah, well, and when I he left, that I didn't. I watched maybe like one or two episodes just to kind of see if Robert, because I love Robert Patrick, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, oh, this is not going <laughs> to be the same. But and I love then you. They have the very end, the finale. Again, another one of those lost see? finales. And where I'm I like, liked it. I don't even remember I'm it. Sorry, but I remember they had a child. It. They had a freaking child, and they're like, "We're a family," and I'm like, "What? Oh, aliens are gonna invade? We're gonna all die because you guys are doing the family thing." <laughs> see, I haven't seen it yet. I, I fell off X Files way before that, and I just like I'm not getting back into it at this point just to watch the finale. Yeah, no, I, I don't even remember, remember the what... finale when it was on TV, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus. Yep. Christ. And I hadn't watched it in like forever, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I, used I was to, just like, like, they're together! And I used to sit there on forums going, yeah, it'd be awesome if they got together! And yes, I'm a girl, fuck you. Yeah! And then yeah. I like, hear the rumors like, that they were hooking up. Yes. Right. It's totally not true, but man, when I heard that shit, I was like, oh, please! Yes. Oh, it was like when Steffi Graf and Andre Agassi got married. You know, it's like, sorry. You know, your worlds are like but colliding. He's, and... he's a sex addict. You think he didn't yeah. try? He <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She was like, get the fuck away from me. And she had a husband and three kids at that time. She's like, eh, we're still filming. I got a belly. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duchovny. Mm. Yes. Mm. Who else mm. she got? Sean Bean as Boromir. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, you not can just, get an amen. Not just Boromir. Because, I mean, I don't want, like, the... Not the character, but it has to be the movie character. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I I almost had down as the next one on my list, Sean Bean as Richard Sharp, because I really have a Sean Bean thing. (laughs) And, you know, he's he's kind of a man whore army guy, but... Yeah. There's something about him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. One does not simply not like Sean Bean. Yeah. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Well said. Okay, so the next one we discussed in our little test episode, which people may be able to hear eventually, but this was kind of like my first real adult crush. When I was like 12, 13-ish, I discovered John Corbett, Northern Exposure, and that was my thing, and he was he was hot. He was hot to mm. me, doing the, the radio thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then he was on Sex and the City. See, I never watched that. 
and now he's on Applebee's commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I know. He's telling you about the apps, you know? But I I do have, like, huge cravings for steaks and sizzling platters and stuff now, and I don't even know. I don't even like Applebee's, but I want to go. He's not going to be serving you, Jenny. I know. He's not going to be serving you. So that's why I don't go. The sizzle's coming from a different place. That's just like, you know, the chocolate vampire. He's not really there. Not the charms, dude. Not really there. I know. The no. bear, sugar bear. <laughs> Have some sugar snacks. <laughs> Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> I was like, when's it coming? I'm eating them. Good thing I liked them. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, next one is Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Oh my God! Why didn't <laughs> I think of that? Good yeah. choice. Oh fucking yeah. Dale Cooper. Yeah, and he's, he's just so dreamy. Yeah, he's he's kind of dorky and mm. I don't know. There's just something about he's him. Quirky. Yes, and he believes in what he believes, and he in, loves and a good cup of coffee. So, and yes, <laughs> yes, it's all about the coffee. There, oh, buddy. I am all and about pie. that. <laughs> coffee and pie. Oh, Man, yeah. <laughs> you know, Kyle McLaughlin actually tweeted me. Yeah. Oh, did he? I tweeted him a picture Ooh. of like a something. Young it was, Kyle. Oh. I think it was from Portlandia. It was in its first season. You yes. said it. Yes. Well, it was something like I saw a picture of him as um, Muadib from Dune, like, and he had this crazy like out like the, whatever the costume was. It didn't show up in the movie. I don't remember, but it was just such a sexy picture. You know, his hair was all like blowing and uh, you know, and I was just like, wow. And I like was like hubba hubba, and I just included him in the tweet, and he responded, was like, oh yes, that was a long time ago. Thanks for sharing. Or something like that. And I was just like. I think no. it was, there's a young me, yay, thank yeah, you. Exactly. He's okay. still sexy, though. He's still super hot. Yeah. Oh. Even as the mayor? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dale Cooper. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And I now that I'm looking at my list, I really have a lot of fictional characters on here. I would say it's probably at least 75%. Hey, you're winning so far. You know, <laughs> good I have ones. to admit that you're right about that whole, like, we don't know about the actor themselves, but we know about the character. Yeah. The character that we like, we love. Yeah. If you actually meet them in person and be like, you were You could be like disappointed. You could exactly. be completely disappointed. So yeah. why not just go with that yeah. fictional account? Yeah. This is, you picked some right? good ones. Okay. You've been on point. So, my next one is Severus Snape. Oh, yeah. No? Deb's looking at me like, no, no, I can't see it. (laughs) No, I can see it. (laughs) Really? Okay. (laughs) Why? Because he's... ah, He's he's kind of the nerdy guy in Hogwarts. You know, he... And he just was in love with Lily the whole time. And all of that stuff was for her. Did you not lose your shit at the end of that Harry Potter movie? I mean, the book, let yeah. alone the movie. I mean, the I book, cried. I was literally sitting on my couch. I'm going to make you shit yourself. You've never That's read it. I've never read it. it. I've never do. watched it either. Oh! <laughs> oh. No. I'm, like, watching the first Harry Potter. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I'm sorry. Now, Other they, than that, we, like, watching them on the red carpet and all that. It's been great. It's been fun. But now it's over. I'm like, thank you, God. Can we get to something else? The first couple movies were a little... They were Okay. <laughs> I feel like Twilight. I'm my knuckles here. Uh, <laughs> Clever. What was it? Ten years ago, they were like, read the book, read the book. It's a kid's book, but you love it. And I'm like, mm, I can't do it now. 
Because you guys have hyped it up too much. Hyped it up yeah, too much. no, I, I get that. I do. Uh, yeah, I can. There's certain things that I just avoid completely just because it's so yeah. hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I right. can't fault you on that. That's just a shame year. that it has to be Harry Potter. I'm you. sorry, but you know, the Hunger Games came out last year, and I was like, I could see it was on an upswing, and I was like, I need to read it now. Mm-hmm. So I read it now, read all three, and I was cool with it. But I know, it's not Harry Ugh. Potter, but it's Hunger still Games more fun compared to Harry Potter. Oh, my Games. God, he's a great heroine. I, I, yeah. I liked it, but compared to Harry Potter and that whole... Well, mm-hmm. the difference between the books is this and this, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I thought about rereading the Harry Potter books, and I'm like, I see how big the saga is on my shelf, and I'm like, no way in hell am I reading all this stuff again. I could read uh, the Hunger between Games. Between the though. two of us in this house, we read that shit. Again, he rereads it more than I do. But wait a minute, is your Bible? <laughs> oh, I believe in Hogwarts. Let me pray to Ravenclaw. <laughs> anyway, have you guys read Fifty Shades of Grey yet? No. Yes. No, I'm All not them? going to. No, just the one. I read the first just the one. because it was the book club thing. And... That was right. And I had already read it. I got three chapters in. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm not doing Twilight with dildos. I am not. I, I thought it was just absolute garbage. It is. I mean, it's not just porn. It's not just smut. It's it's bad writing, too. Oh, the writing is horrible. Now, I'm not going to lie. The plausibility's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just stupid. But I kind of anticipated that. I wasn't going into it thinking this is going to be, you know, the next Anne Rice novel or anything, because I knew where it came from. I knew it was fucking Twilight fan fiction, so how Mm -hmm. awesome can it be? But, you know, being it that it was, oh, all these people are liking it, it's making their sex life so spicy, you know, I just thought, well, okay, I'm going to go for the sex stuff. And I mean, I'm not into spanking and all that stuff. So that got old after a while, you know. It was just kind of like, really? Oh, come on. The first time she gives him fellatio, I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, I just went down and did it. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah, apart from all the <laughs> holy fucks and holy craps and... I will just sign this contract. So no problem. Yeah. I'm a college-educated woman, independent mm. and strong, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Suffer. there's... I mean, I totally... It was awful. I get, like, I, there was a part of me that, like, pop culture junkie, you know, yeah. guilty pleasure, I, you know, the sexy stuff, I was kind of like, ooh. Not, like, literally getting turned on or anything, because it was mm-hmm. god-awful writing. It's shit. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was just kind of like reading, just like, hee-hee-hee, like I was kind of giggling, you know? I'd be, like, <laughs> sitting in my car on my lunch break reading it, going, <laughs> you know, but... Kudos it to was, you for finishing it. Well, see, I can't not finish a book. As crappy as it is... I have book club books that were read, like, months ago, and I'm still plodding through them. I'm like, I'm going to finish this if it kills me. But, so, <laughs> I, I finished I'm it. I'm just like, if it's crappy enough and I get to this. I used to be like that. I used to be like, i got to finish it. i got to finish it. But from, I do not feel guilty anymore. Yeah, It's like, I if this is crap, it. I do not waste yeah. my time. I, I just, I feel like I, there's a part of me that even though it's, the writing is bad or it's not drawing me in, I still want to know what the story, how it ends. I just, I gotta know. They're cliff notes. I know. There's the internet these days. I know. I, I, I know. And it's like, I'm totally, like, not afraid of spoilers either. But I just want to jo- want to finish the ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, so, the Fifty Shades of Grey thing, I mean, I'm reading it, and I knew it was horrible, and it was totally shitty. And, yeah, I was giggling about the sex stuff. But, I mean, it was kind of like, because I read Twilight. I read all of them. I read every single one. I it's like I have a love-hate relationship with it because it's, I know it's horrible. Like, the writing is bad. But I think there was just that part of me that was... I totally get why it's such a thing. 
because mm-hmm. there are so many little introverted, awkward yes. girls in this world, and I was one of them, who, you know, would just love it if the hottest guy yeah. on the planet, who just happened to be a vampire, you know, that just makes it... That's the icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, you know, thinks you're the most gorgeous thing in the world. Like, the premise was interesting. Right. But, so I felt like I just wanted to go with it. But just... that is so girl. It is so cliche girly it shit. Is. Yeah. It, it, it makes me puke. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I yeah. hate, I hate... I was like, well, that's a girl. That's a girl book. I'm like, yeah, it is. I hate yeah. it. I hate it. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't stand it. I'm so introverted. Love yeah. me. Love me. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I can mean, we, I'm not we, like that anymore. Some, but can, I was. So oh, I could. Yeah. I was totally like. I get that. Even though it was just ridiculous. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Everybody wants like attention. They're like, love me, love me. Everybody wants it, and I. Mm-hmm. But but it's so damn cliche. It is. Yeah. And I heard the reason why that works so well for those books is because. And I've never read them, so I'm just going off of what I've heard. But she wrote it so that there was basically no description of the female character. Mm. So that anyone who reads it can basically imagine themselves in that role. Like, she'll go for paragraphs and paragraphs describing whatever his name is. Mm. Jacob or the vampire, I don't know. Twinkly boy. Yes. She'll go on describing every detail about him, but then, you know, there's just the girl. Mm -hmm. There's just the girl. And so... It kind of becomes this <laughs> Mary Kristen Sue. Stewart did it so well. <laughs> you know, it's just anybody can make that their Mary Sue character. Like, yep. oh, you know, I imagine myself in that, you know. And then you imagine yourself in this little role, this romance with the vampire and the yeah. werewolf and everything. And that's what makes it work. And it just, it disgusts me. Yeah, <laughs> My daughter read them all. It's thing. And I'm like, she got into this when she's up at her dad's house for the summer. And, you know, I, I don't like her stepmom. I do not like her. And they're, they're really, like, weird, weird Christians. Like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I just think Christians are weird. Because they're... Yeah, there's a weird sect of anything. I, I don't know. Like, they're, they're just very weird. I very think I know weird. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I um, I've met them. They they dunked me a couple of times because I was into like one of the guys in the church, and I just couldn't get over it. They dunked me, and I was done. So she, her stepmom gets her into the Twilight books, and I'm like, you're all uppity about all these things, but then you're okay with letting a 12 year old girl read these romance books of, with the vampire? And I'm like, I don't even really feel comfortable with that. And I'm I'm pretty like open about certain things, but. I think there's a part of me that doesn't want my daughter to grow up but yet. But honey, it's not magic. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right. We don't need to go go there, Dad. Shut the I know, I know. <laughs> my daughter's 15 now, and I'm like, that's the age that I lost my virginity, and I don't want to think about my daughter being that age just yet. Yeah. No. No. I can't believe you have a 15-year-old. I, I can't either. I mean, every once in a while I have this conversation with her where I, you know, it's this real parent-child conversation, and I'm like, when the fuck did I become a parent? I don't even know how this happened. Like, I mean, for all this time, obviously I realize that I'm a parent, you know? I have daycare bills, and I have this person to send off to school and everything else. But but... now you're like that teenage consciousness. Yes. Because that's really when it, like, that's what I remember of my childhood. Yes. Like, I remember being a child, my cartoons and all that stuff, but you really formed your personality in your teenage years. Yeah. So, like, every time I talk to a kid, I think of my mom when I was that age. Yeah. And I'm like, you poor thing. And I'm like, yeah, I get where you're coming from is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, yeah, I just had that moment re- 
fairly recently where I was like, I think I even tweeted something like that, like, holy shit, I just realized I'm a parent. <laughs> Help. And somebody's like, what did you think this kid was in your house? <laughs> yeah. Some kid? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. It's the teenage thing. Yeah. It's, and, and you know what's really weird? I get it. I have a friend whose son went from 12 to 13, and you know, like, 13 teenagers are hormonal. I swear to God, he went from a sweet 12-year-old to 13-year-old with hormones. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, who the hell is this? Yeah. You were a sweet kid last week. You turned 13, and now you're a hellion. What? Yeah. I, that is crazy to me. And it was like it just snapped, happened. That's how I was when I was, like, 14 or 15, and that's why I'm like... Please, God, please don't let my daughter be like me. Please, 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 please. I'm an atheist and I'm praying. Please, God, don't <laughs> let my daughter be like me. <laughs> and your mom probably always said, and you'll end up with, I hope you end up with a daughter like you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. As long as they're not like you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom's, my mom's really cool, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we went through a phase where, you know, we we didn't get along as well, and then... She and my dad got divorced when I was, like, about 13 or so. And then when I turned, I think it was 16, I realized that I could not be with my dad anymore because he was he was driving me absolutely nuts. And it wasn't like, this, yeah, you don't ever let me do anything. Because he let us get away with a lot of shit. Like, I don't know if the statute of limitations has run out on this sort of thing, but, like, he used to buy kegs for us to have parties and stuff. You know? <laughs> I mean... I would come home from school, and there's a keg of Coors Light in the back, and I would go, okay, good, good times, good times. Hey, my yeah, dad I mean, always said, if you ever want to get drunk, let me know. I'll get drunk with you. Are you done? Do you have more? Oh, I do have one you more. You have Wait, more dudes? One more. One more. One, was, Greg Julie. Oh, uh, you know what? I knew. I was like, where is he on this list? Yes. Who's this? Where is Greg Dooley on this list? singer Vatican Wigs. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sexy, sexy. He just has a sexy, sexy voice. He's, you know, just, just appearance-wise, he's not, he's not super attractive, but just the way that he sings and his, just his voice, his personality, you know, on stage, super sexy. Yes. Yeah. People like that, I just kind of want to see. Like, if if I was to bang them, is it going to live up to my expectations? Is it going to be as good as? The fantasies that I've had. So is it gonna be like the gentleman song? You know? Yes. Like, <laughs> are you gonna do me the way you're growling in these yes. songs? Yes. Yes. I, I see what you, I see, you girls. I see your taste now. I get it. Yeah. Semi geeky, but not too geeky. High. Yeah. Yet not too high. Seems to have some sort of passion, but not yeah. too much because he can focus on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. You summed it up very, very well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we one? have similar tastes because, like, I, a lot of years I was like, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, that person was almost on my list, <laughs> you know. Okay. There's just so many wieners, so little time. <laughs> I mean, because you're, like, busting out the Dale Coopers, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. What the hell's wrong with yeah. me? And all I'm thinking about is Bradley Cooper. I'm st- I just is. You Anderson know? Cooper. <laughs> Anderson Cooper until he came out of the closet. He oh, like you didn't hot, know he was gay before. I didn't. Really? No. Oh, I held out hope. I held out hope for George Michael too back in the day. So. Oh wow! <laughs> right. Wow. My gaydar has been very broken lately. Really? Like, yeah, it's way off. Like I used to be really, really on point, and lately it's just been no freaking clue. No freaking clue. The only time that bothers me is when I. And you know what? This doesn't happen anymore. 
It happened in high school, but it doesn't happen ever since I turned 23. Like, 23 seemed to be the magical age where people were just honest about who they were. Mm -hmm. So if my gaydar was broken, it didn't matter. You know, because they would yeah. tell you. Yeah. But, like, before that, I had, like, this one boyfriend for three years before I figured it out that he was gay. In fact, last, no, three years ago, he comes out to July 4th, and he's like, Deb, 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 I got something to tell you. And I'm like, I already knew this, because, you know, it's been years, and we've all yeah. talked about it. And he goes, I'm gay. And I'm like, good for you, buddy. <laughs> you know? No like, shit. I can't take away all this thunder and be like, I know, but. I know, those guys that you totally know that do, like, I worked with a guy that, the gaydar was just off the charts, but, you know, he was just full on, you know, pretending he was single and, or pretending he was single, pretending he was heterosexual and single, but, you know, looking for the right girl and all this stuff. And I, I just haven't found her Yeah, yet. and, like, I quit and moved away and then ended up coming back and catching up with the other guy that I worked with that totally was gay, and, of course, he knew. And so, of course, he was the one that this guy came out to. You know, he was kind of like, oh, you're you're my gay brother. You know, I feel like I can <laughs> I can come out to you. And, of course, he was just like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells me this. He's like, guess what? You know, he's gay. And I was just like, well, duh. <laughs> and it's like, it just sucks because you do. You feel bad. You don't want to just take away their... Because they're finally coming to terms right. with it. But, you know, I remember being 20 with him. He drove... We were really good friends. And then he drives me out to Ocean View, and we're like, like greenies, you know, and you're looking over the water, and he's like, mm -hmm. I have something to confess to you. And I'm like, it's coming, he's going to tell me he's gay, I can't wait. Took him 20 more years after that, but I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. He's like, no. The other night I went out with another guy, and this other guy was very openly gay, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. He's like, we went out, we were hanging out, and then we came out here where we're sitting right now, and I'm like, God, why is it, why are you trying to be romantic? Kiss! I don't understand, Kiss! just do it. He's like... I fell asleep in the car, and I woke up, and he was on me. And I was like, well, what did you do? I'm like, <laughs> I'm waiting for him. He's like, I'm waiting for him to finish. <laughs> He's like, I pushed him off. I pushed him off. I was like, did you finish by then? I think you did. But no, I mean, this is the farce he put up with for, like, years. Yeah. And, years. and he stopped talking to me. When we turned 23, he stopped talking to me then, and we have not talked until three years wow. ago. Wow. Right. Right, because he was, um, like... One of these very Christian evangelical Southern yeah. Baptist type of people, and it was like you can't be gay, you can't be gay. So he had to come out with strangers first, mm, and to feel right. comfortable with it. So actually, when he was telling me he was gay, it was a big freaking deal to him. Yeah. But I remember being nineteen and telling him, you know, <laughs> if you're gay, it's no big deal to me because if I were a lesbian, I'd tell you and I'd just do it. You know, it's just it is what it is, and there's yeah. nothing you, it's really nothing you can yeah. do to change that. And he was like. No, 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 I can't. I'm not gay. I got this girl I'm marrying. Vagina. <laughs> so this is like really fascinating to me because was he just in denial while you're dating him, or I, is he, or is he trying to do it like, or were you his beard? Like, were, I think was it he, was his beard, and he didn't want it, it open up about it. You know, he, I was like this girl that he hung out with. We had a great time together. We hung out together. We drove around. We would, like, drive, just drive all over Virginia Beach mm -hmm. and Hampton Roads together and talk and listen to music, do lip singing, you know? Yeah. So, to me, it wasn't a big deal because I was a teenager and I didn't really want somebody coming on to me anyway. Right. right. So, to me, it was a great time. 
But eventually, yeah, a started, perfect match. I mean, right it's for that period of your life. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That sound. I wish I had one of those. Except when you start following for, uh, yeah. falling for him, and you want to have sex, and you're yeah. like, "What's my problem?" What, so that was going to be my next me? question: Is like, were you guys ever romantic or anything? We had a session where we were in a boat and we started making out, and all of a sudden he stands up and he's like, "I can't do this. See ya, babe." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, <laughs> I mean, I think I was. I think that was around the same time, right? I think it was right at 1920 that we I started like putting it all together and just yeah. And it wasn't putting it together because I think I'd already put it together because my dad at 18 was like, he's gay, Deb. My dad, straightest man you'll know. He's like, I never smoked pot. I'm like, really, you didn't? He's like, no, I didn't. Anyway, he's like, he's gay, and if he's not gay, he's bisexual, hon. And I'm like, really? I'm 19. What the hell? So anyway, it took me like until I was 20 to really embrace this and be like, okay, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you are, I love you. In fact, three years ago when he finally comes out to me, I'm like, I said the same thing. I was like, I love you no matter what, man. And then it made him feel awkward. He's like, I'm gay now. Don't you understand? I'm like, yes, I understand. Do you understand what love is? Asshole. I love you, man. That doesn't I mean, mean I want your dick. Can I drink some Bud Light? Fucked hard. <laughs> I just have to say, you like hurt me just then. <laughs> I bruise easily. And you like sorry, smacked the shit out of me. That's a butt. Wow. You smacked me harder. And it was on the butt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love gay men. I do. I, do. I love gay men. I do too. I love it does them. not bother me a bit, but it, the only thing that bothers me is when people are in the closet and they do not come out. And yeah. it's like, are you kidding me? This is not 1965 or even 72. Yeah. Be who you want to be. That's right. Yeah. Lady do it. Gaga on us, please. That's right. Don't public... be a drag. Just be a queen. <laughs> public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Lady Gaga, do you ever notice like, she does her thing, and you're like, oh, everybody's like, oh, Lady Gaga did this! And now Madonna's still trying to be, like, controversial, and people yeah. are like, Madonna just did that. Poor Madonna. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, so bad kind for... of expect it. Yeah. It's not that it's not controversial. She doesn't need to be desperate, because she's fucking Madonna. Right. She could just not do anything, and right. just go on a club tour at the Norva and just sit there and have like a drum machine and maybe yeah. one or two gay dudes she behind her. She could sit in the chair and cross her legs and uncross yeah. them for us. Yeah. And just be like, like a virgin. And that would, I would pay fucking good money to see that. But yeah. she just has to have this thing where like, I'm so relevant and yeah. cutting edge and I'm gonna have Nicki Minaj rap on my song and... Nicki's like, oh god. Yeah, and I don't like when she takes the pot shots at Lady Gaga because it's yeah. like you don't need to do that. Like you said, you're fucking Madonna. Right. You don't need to prove anything about yourself anymore. Don't don't cut her down. You know, she's doing the yeah. same thing that you were doing twenty years ago. Or thirty. Yeah. <laughs> she's kinda doing it better than she did, in a way. I mean not that anybody's to gonna certain, come close well, to Madonna. You but. know what? She's not as catty. No matter how you cut it, Lady yeah. Gaga's not as catty. She's right. like, I'm high. <laughs> You know, yeah. so Lady Gaga, well, she learned from how Madonna right. did it. You know, Madonna's so. like, yeah. I yeah. give you half bottle of wine. Do you want to kick my ass? I'll kick your ass. Well, they did a whole skit together on SNL, yeah, which, which I was thought, funny. Yeah, and I thought, like, okay, well, Madonna's not gonna go that route because she kind of realizes it, and then she's still doing it, it's which like, makes me think it's all a publicity stuff. Yeah, it's just like, pay attention to me, and Lady Gaga doesn't say anything because she knows. Yeah, she's like. 
It's not that she's holier than thou or better or over it or higher than that or whatever. It's that she knows. Mm -hmm. She knows that she's there. Yeah. In 20 years, she's the next Madonna. (laughs) So she'll be even less. So she's going to have like a fake British accent and. I think we'll forget about Lady Gaga. I think we really will. I don't think that she. I think the one thing that Madonna had that Lady Gaga doesn't is this ability to really change herself. Yeah. I think Lady Gaga has this persona, and she's, like, invested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she kind of has a little bit of, like, the... She just goes for the shock all the time. Like, mm-hmm. she goes for, you know, I'm going to wear out, go out wearing a meat dress. Right. You know, and when when is that going to be just enough, and people aren't going to fall for that anymore? Is she going to find something else to catch people's attention, or is she just going to keep going for the, you know... I think she really does people? have, like... There's a lot of subtext in all those things that she does, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll give her that, whereas I don't know if Madonna did as much. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that Lady Gaga is better than Madonna, because Madonna is the queen. But, like, <laughs> yeah, just, we don't want Madonna showing up and kicking her ass. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, but if I'm, she'll be on the show, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Madonna. Call us. Suddenly we have tons of subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Coming up next, Madonna! <gasps> but, um, because, you know, she wore the meat dress and it was kind of symbolic, you know, whatever it was. I don't even remember, you know. Just, oh, I'm a okay. piece of meat. You're, <laughs> yeah, right. You're under 18, you give a shit? No. No. You're exactly. Like, oh, meat dress. But that's kind of why I like her, because she is a little, like, above what a lot of people think she's doing. She's yeah. kind of, I mean, she's kind of like Some... Madonna and Marilyn Manson, like, in yeah. a smoothie. I mean, because she well, does. she is. Yeah. She is actually in, I, I don't want to say it's witchcraft, it's not, she is into that type of, yeah. um, what is it called, archetype. She's into, like, the symbolism of uh, paganism and things mm-hmm. like that. It's not Satanism, which I think mm-hmm. was Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But, she's yeah. She's all about, she's, right. is it that Illuminati stuff? Good, right, oh, right. Wow. The eye and, you know, being uh-huh. able to think yeah. outside of it. But you know what? Madonna started out very superficial. Yeah. And then over the years, she was... She, she was, was just pharmacy. hungry. She right. was hungry, and she wanted it, and, and she, she knew how to get it. it, and she did it. And back in the day, that was a Ain't big deal. Any it. woman that just walked out looking kind of slutty... No, not slutty. Trashy. Sexy, yeah. Yeah. Was, you know, the thing. Yeah. But I, I gotta say, at least when, you know, she started to get older, she started to... to she would transform. And it was mm-hmm. kind of light new agey, and you're like, what, Kabbalah? What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I think Confessions on a Dance Floor was, like, the last album where you were like, all right, she's still doing this and doing yeah. it well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last couple ones where she started, it just screamed desperation. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to get Timbaland and Justin Timberlake on my yeah, records. Right. And, you know, and that last album, oh, right. I, I listened to it. It was, maybe there were two good pop songs, but... It just it makes you sad too. Yeah. It's like, why? Why? I know, you, but do you not realize that when you, I guess, I guess it's hard. I get, okay, I'm going all over and rambling. But I guess it's hard being super famous yeah. and then going. But the thing is, is that even as she goes on a decline, she's always going to have a fan base. Mm-hmm. Always until the yeah. day she yeah. dies. So why freak out? And it's always going to be an ebb and flow, and she knows that. She knows that. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to pay for that training to get her arms the way they yeah. are. Yeah, you know? one arm like oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> the main thing I think Lady Gaga has over Madonna is that she is really super talented. Yeah. And she, you wouldn't think, I mean, like, if you're just listening to the radio and you hear her songs and you just kind of hear what's on the surface, but what caught my attention for me 
is that, you know, I heard her doing like a, sort of an acoustic version of one of her songs, The Edge you of Glory or something. Oh, that one. Mm. And she was just playing the piano and singing. And I was like, I'm, I'm not really impressed with that song. I like a few of her songs. That's not one of them. Mm -hmm. But I heard her doing that and I was just like, I got chills. It was... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, that's my deaf cat who's yelling who can't hear himself. <laughs> Pay no attention to that. That was cute. <laughs> We're talking about Lady Gaga and Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I was just, I got chills from hearing yeah. that. And I, and I found out she's, you know, Juilliard trained and everything. And it's like, you know, that's when I started really kind of pay attention to her and say, she is super talented. You know, it's it's kind of beneath the surface, I think. But mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's where she might be able to stay relevant over the years if she can, you know, use some of that and her like kind of classical training or whatever, and and move forward from there. Right. Even yeah. if her pop stardom just kind of fades away, it's like, well, I can do something else. You know, right. maybe she writes soundtracks or something. Mm -hmm. She becomes the next freaking Bette Midler or whatever. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> My friend Blue did that. I mean, he started off, you know, just, he got a record deal and had one album out, and then his record label dumped him, and then he just sort of realized that in order to make his bread and butter, he became a songwriter, like, for other people, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. a producer for other people, and that, I mean, he moved out to L.A., and he's paying the bills. He's yeah. written songs for the Jonas Brothers, and Demi Lovato, and Hanson, you know, and you know, once you get to a know, certain yeah. level of fame... And getting all this attention, people being like, I love you, to come off of that high must be hard. It because must be. no matter what you say about, well, I'm an independent, I don't really go yeah, for Yeah, you get so used to that mega Everybody does. Like, mm -hmm. Everybody loves it. I mean, you can even see it on a local level. Like, you'll see these, like, big fish in this little pond that people are like, oh, I love you, I like you. And you're like, dude, move to New York. I want to see you move to New York and make it. Mm -hmm. Because you mm -hmm. know what? You've outgrown this pond. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that everybody loves attention, and it really is a drug, and you get greedy over it. And then when it's gone, or it starts to slide, you get desperate about getting it back. This is not a new story. It's mm -hmm. a quintessential Hollywood story. I rue yeah. the day when no one pays attention to me. That's why we have this podcast. Right. Because exactly. <laughs> we need... We need to feed our, our narcissism. We were born and they Please stopped paying attention to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> 10 a.m. And I'm not going to say what date and what year. That Morgan was born and nobody gave a crap but her parents. I think that's a good place to wrap up our first show. Yeah. Yay. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yay. Because we love attention. We love you. Please love us. So, yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe and tell yeah. your friends and... And pass it on. Give us ratings on iTunes, cause you know it's it's great. Yeah, cause we're broads and we like to be cast. Wow, that's a loving hiss. Right. I don't smell like pee. <laughs>